may our thoughts, words, and actions be holy and acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. This week in our scripture lessons, I hear an abundance of desire and longing in the midst of the essence. Or rather, an anticipated sense. I mean, this is where we find the disciples in our gospel reading. Our lesson is from that last evening, that last supper when Jesus sat down with his friends and shared with him everything he needed to say to them in those final moments. He tried to prepare his friends. He tried to tell them that he would be leaving them. He spoke about his impending death and then that absence that would follow. Jesus anticipated what they would be doing in the coming weeks, days, and months. Fear and anxiety, longing, absence, desire. Which, of course, tells them not to fear. It's something we hear in our scriptures again and again be not afraid. He gives them his peace. But more than just words, more than just speaking to them, Jesus makes a promise. He says, The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have sent to you. Jesus promises that they won't be alone. That absence won't be left untended. It's a promise of presence in the midst of absence. And I, I think that's truly what the Holy Spirit is presence in the midst of absence. When the sacred humanity, when God, right in human flesh, returns to transcendence, returns to heavenly realms, we feel the absence. Now, not like the disciples would because Jesus is actually present with them, but I'm sure in all of our lives, sometimes we have felt God be more present with us than others. And when that presence is removed, we feel absence that creates desire and longing. It was true for the disciples that evening, 2,000 years ago. It is also true for us. I don't know about you, but I often wish I had been there. Jesus says, Blessed are those of you who have not seen me yet believe. Well, I want to be one of those who saw. I want to walk with Jesus. I mean, how often do we long to walk inside the lake side of Jesus, to hear him, to, to feel his healing? There's an absence there that we feel. And while this absence of, of presence can feel negative, we tend to think that lack is something bad. And desire and longing are sometimes conceived also as negative or some moral form. It's this absence that creates longing. It's this desire and longing that creates space for the Holy Spirit in our lives and the world around us. The disciples wouldn't have received the Holy Spirit if Jesus 
We see how we ourselves don't live up to ourselves as kingdom followers. We want to become better people, to become more like God, to become more faithful. And we see how our world isn't like this place where God is all in all, and we want to make Jesus in that place as well. It's a beautiful place to inhabit this holy liturgical place. The more we participate in it, the more we deeply experience, the more we become like kingdom people, and the more fully we realize it's a presence around us. And this is what we've been missing with the pandemic. Now, that's building the experience of God, who we are, who we are in relation to God, and who we are in relation to each other. Yes, we have missed it. The more we try to imitate the sequences through divine inhabitants, whose knowledge of the voice and the same, but even now, it's not the same. Absence of physical touch, an absence of seeing each other's faces. We're still not fully present to the taste of this kingdom as it was before. And this is an absence of presence that creates We want things to be different. We say, why can't we do such and such like we used to, or why can't we do so and so like we used to? And behind all of those words is a deep longing for the presence that was and is no longer. And I think this is so very similar to what Jesus was preparing the disciples to walk through in that last night. An absent presence that creates a space. We left without any signs. We're left with a room carved out and our longing for God and for the kingdom, a void waiting for something, a void waiting for Jesus' promise to fulfill the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Two weeks from today, we're going to celebrate the fulfillment of that promise in the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of when tongues of fire descended on the disciples and satiated their longing, filling the empty space left with this. And I think that this year, we have the opportunity to be present with those disciples in a new and more profound way because we too will experience that absent presence over the next few years. We too have a void within that engenders desire and longing for God's presence among us. We too need and claim for the refreshing presence of the Holy Spirit. If you got the window yesterday, you heard Reverend Nancy talking a little bit about the Sabbath, which is now titled The New Joy, Baptized by Water and the Spirit. And in anticipation of the sabbatical beginning on the feast of Pentecost, we will purposely focus on being renewed by the Holy Spirit, using different language in our liturgy, using some different music, trying to open ourselves in fresh new ways so that the Spirit can come forward in. And as we prepare for this day of Pentecost, I invite us 